Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast for beauty lovers by beauty lovers. Today I am your host, the unprofessional beauty lover, super unprofessional. I'm supposed to be on a deadline for my book, but here we are. Uh, Lindsay Kelk, I'm so happy to be joining you. Super sad to miss our last episode um, because I was getting surgery. I had an operation on my schnoz, um, which if you follow my social media, you'll be very well aware of. Um, I do want to talk about it a little bit because I got lots of questions from you lovely listeners, uh, mostly about recovery and the products I used uh, during recovery. So it's kind of beauty related. Uh, So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, We've also got in today's episode, so, so, so happy about this. Uh, I had a lovely, 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 lovely conversation with Alice Hart Davis, author of The Tweakment's Guide, beauty journalist extraordinaire, journalist extraordinaire in general, and quite frankly, one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure to chat with. Um, So that's coming up. She's answering all my questions and all your questions about tweakments. Tweakments, what they are, what that involves, her favourites, what she thinks is going to be the next big thing, all that jazz. That's coming up in today's main feature. Uh, And of course, of course, I've got a couple of highlights of the week. Of course, I have. Um, And yeah, new news by the bucket load. So it's just all happening, isn't it? To quote Sheena from Vanderpump Rules, who I think is probably the only. I was going to say the only non-problematic Vanderpump Rules cast member left, but she she probably is problematic. I don't even know anymore. Uh, who who amongst us isn't? Uh, but it's all happening. It is basically Christmas now. I don't want to hear boo from a goose otherwise. It is Christmas. In fact, I only want to hear boo from the goose that you might be cooking for Christmas. He can say boo. The rest of them can stay quiet. Uh, it's Christmas, which means just all the product is out there. We are going to have a gift guide uh, in either the next episode probably the next episode uh, you'll be pleased to know I actually laid eyes on difficult eyes <laughs> this week um for the first time since March the last time I saw her was the last episode we recorded together in person uh, which is wild but we had a socially distanced meetup um last week which was just so magical uh and we're really really excited to bring you our gift guide uh, and a couple more episodes but news on that when she's back when she's back next episode um she's been so busy you guys she's absolutely smashing it i'm so excited i can't wait for us to tell you all about it um but yeah we uh we've got all the gift guides coming up but i mean there's just new palettes everywhere isn't there i don't even want to get into them because you've seen them all by now they're all old news but there's new palettes for the holidays from all the big hitters there's a new large format Natasha Denona palette. There's a new large format Huda palette. There's even a new large format from He Who Shall Not Be Named. Um, and there's lots and lots of options for Christmas. Two that I am personally very excited about is the Huda Gold palette. Now, the Huda Obsessions palettes are the smaller nine pan palettes, the little square ones. Um, that are just genuinely so good. The Huda Smoky Obsessions palette is one of my absolute all-time favorite palettes ever. I'm obsessed with it. Now this Huda Gold is a holiday exclusive at Cult Beauty and I honestly just think it's so so pretty. If you are looking 
for a pinky gold toned Christmas eye or holiday if you don't celebrate Christmas, holiday in general, this is the one for you. As I say, it's an exclusive at um, Cult Beauty, it's £27. It's got buttery mattes, it's got metallics, it's got uh, shimmery toppers and apparently there's a new texture in there which is pink shimmer with a gold metallic base uh, and it's got actual flakes of gold. Gold, I love gold. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, but it's out, it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, and it's out now, so if you're looking for a limited edition gorgeous palette to buy for yourself, to buy for a gift, I think it's such a winner. Another palette uh, that has really caught my eye, I mean there are so many and these are the two that I've been most excited about. Um, it's the Wayne Goss Holiday Palette. Um, this is not technically a holiday palette, it's just the palette that's out around the holidays. I loved his first launch palette, it's one of my favourite products of the year. And this one is just so pretty. Um, it has got six shades, it's mattes and shimmers, it's very grey toned, there's a lot of uh, smoky joy in this. I love a grey smoky eye, I'm all about going back back to basics for Lindsay, it's a grey smoky eye, a silvery grey smoky eye. That's very, that's very 2007 for Lindsay and she's here for it, she's here, I'm, I'm so here for it, I'm speaking in the third person. Uh, but yeah, there's a really pretty shimmery peach colour, then there's these three different shades of grey in different textures and tones, are absolutely gorgeous. There's the matte black, which, I mean, you know I feel a little bit about that, which I, I don't think we need quite as many matte blacks in palettes as apparently the makeup artists think that we do. But I suppose it's very practical. And then there is the most stunning, stunning glittery shimmery blue, like a very cold icy Jack Frost blue in this palette that is just screaming my name. I am obsessed with it. I want it. I want it on my eyes. I want it all over my body. The pans are quite large so I probably could get it over most of my body before I had to give up, but I really, really, really love it. Um, the Wayne Goss palette is um, on Beautylish, she says, checking her stats, um, and you should definitely check it out because I just think it's really pretty. And uh, he's launching some new shades in his pencils as well, which I really, really enjoyed those. I thought they were just really great pencils. There's a lot of not really great pencils out there, so that made me happy. His pencils and the Mario pencils, I think, have been my favourites this year. Speaking of new launches, speaking of, uh, something a lot of you have asked about is the new offering from Bobby Brown, Jones Road. Uh, so oh, I just feel really weird. I feel really weird when I get into something and I've got a bad feeling about it. And I've got a bad feeling about it and I don't really know why. So Jones Road launched quite quietly uh, as Bobby Brown's new beauty venture. And uh, when you go to the website, the first thing it says is cool, clean makeup. I, now you, you can see, right? Can you see why I don't feel good about it? Can you see? I know you can. It's the C word and it's not cool. Uh, it's the clean word. I hate it. I'm so pleased to see the backlash against clean beauty really coming on strong at the moment. If you follow Lab Muffin Science on Instagram and YouTube, and I really hope that you do because she's amazing. She has a really great video about clean beauty that you should definitely go and watch. It's not a real thing. That's really all I've got to say. 
Like sustainable beauty, yes. Let's definitely have sustainable beauty. Let's use ingredients that are good for our skin. Let's use ingredients that are good for the planet. Let's use ingredients that don't, and packaging uh, that's good for our planet, that don't compromise our morals and our ethics. Let's have vegan beauty. Let's have cruelty-free beauty. Let's have all of those things. Let's do away with the spurious term clean, which doesn't mean anything, isn't regulated in any way since, there's no one, no one that says what you have to be to call yourself clean. It's just a word and I could not hate it more. I'm really disappointed that Bobby Brown is using it. It's a word that invokes fear because it's trying to scare you into thinking other products aren't clean. When there are standards, the standards are different all over the world, but there are standards about what you can and can't put into makeup. And it, I hate the use of it. I'm really disappointed in Bobby that she used it. And it really just kind of took the edge off how excited I could be about this launch. Now, that aside, we'll get to the products because that's what everyone's most interested in. It's an online brand and it's free shipping over $75. Now that to me, is always a telling sign. When you go on a website and you see what their limit is for free shipping, so like Colourpop's I think uh, is 35 or it has been 35 for like the longest time. Um, and that sort of tells you that, you know, probably the prices aren't that high because you've only got to spend $35 to get your shipping for free. When your shipping is free at $75, that tells you they are expecting you to spend $75. And that tells you the products that you need are probably going to come to at least $75. So you're already knowing that this is a higher priced brand. So it's putting it up there with like the Marc Jacobses and the Hooters uh, and that kind of pricing. And when you go and through, click through to shop, uh, you will see that that is accurate. The mascara is $26. The lip gloss is 22, uh, the, eyeshadow, the cream eyeshadow is 26, the pencils will be 22. So that's top end for a pencil, uh, top end for a cream eyeshadow, top end for a lip gloss, mascara, kind of Sephora, uh, average price, I would say 26. You know, it's not quite hitting 30, but it's more than 20. Uh, obviously, that's where the number 26 falls on the spectrum. God help me. Uh, and then you have the Miracle Balm pro product, which is 38, which is quite high. And that's what I'm going to start with. So I ordered a bunch of stuff. We didn't get sample sent. We we ordered it. Um, it comes in this really interesting sort of plasticized uh, paper bag, um, which has a plastic uh, fastener on it. It looks really cool. But the first thing I thought was like, how um, environmentally friendly is this? Because it's plasticized paper. And it's got a plastic component in it, so I'd have to separate the plastic component from the paper if I wanted to recycle it, if I can recycle it. Um, and it's sewn together as well. I mean, I, I just, I don't know, just put it in a paper bag and then it's just really easily compostable. So that was like, I thought you were clean. And that was just me going in, acting like a bitch. Uh, then the actual paper packaging on the outside of the product, um, it's a really pretty, very, very, very pale pink cream color. Uh, it is FSC approved uh, packaging, so it's recyclable packaging, which is great. We love that. It's uh, just two color. It's this pale pink and then it's got black print on it, uh, which lowers the costs, which I'm sure we enjoy if we are Jones, Be Jones Road. Um, but it also looks very chic. It's like very much a grown up glossier. It's like they've taken the pink, they've knocked it back uh, and then they're just using this very bold sans serif uh capitalized font um it's very like i'd say yeah it's very chic it's very good and then the actual pa 
packaging of the products themselves. Peter picked a peck of pickled peppers. Um, they are very similar. So they're either white or pink. They've got the same black print on them. Like I say, very Glossier. They've taken that and run with it. They're like, let's make it look as minimal as possible, which actually, as we all know, makes it as cheap as possible, uh, and then sell that as chic. So that's what they've done. The products I have, I have the mascara, I have the Miracle Balm, I have Cool Gloss, I have one of the Just A Sec eyeshadows, I have the Best Pencil, and I have the Best Eyeshadow. Um, Bobby's idea for this apparently is that she wants it all to be... Um, every every product should be a hero product so every product should be the best version of that product that you can buy which is a very similar sentiment to charlotte tilbury when she started her brand i think charlotte's charlotte's plan now is very different i think charlotte's plan is much more into the luxe glitzy glam end of things but when she started that was her her um mission statement it was like let's have it be the best version of that product or we don't make it and that's what bobby is trying to do so Starting with what's good, um, the mascara, and this is an interesting one because I've talked to a bunch of people on Instagram about this, uh, who, this was the first question, was like, what's the mascara like? Because I think the Bobbi Brown brand, which obviously Bobby is no longer a part of, Bobby Bobby Brown's been part of Estee Lauder for a really long time, the brand, uh, and Bobby Brown, the person, stepped away a few years back now, and I'm assuming her non-compete clause is up, which is why she's now launching her beauty brand because she went into glasses frames when she left. She went into supplements um, and now she's back into beauty. Uh, but the mascaras were never my favorite product from Bobbi Brown. Like I can't really, I've enjoyed the smoky eye mascara from Bobbi Brown, but I would never go out actively to look for it. Like when I've had my makeup done at Bobbi Brown counters, I've been like, oh, this mascara is okay, but it's never what I would actively search for. The Jones Road Mascara, gotta say, I have shade Pitch Black. Uh, the packaging honestly feels pretty cheap. Uh, it's just a big black barrel uh, with Jones Road printed on in white. Um, there's no weight to it at all. And it's just sort of a cheap matte black plastic. Um, but the juice and the brush, I kind of love it. Um, the brush is very big. It's curved, uh, and I feel like I haven't seen so many curved brushes lately. Uh, it's a big bristle brush, kind of like the Lash Paradise big bristle brush, but it's got a curve to it. But it's only sort of curved on, well, it's curved on both sides, but uh, it's like eye, eyelash shape. So it does an amazing job of picking up your eyelashes and lifting them to open them up when you apply it. Um, it is a very volumizing formula to the point of going a bit clumpy you're going to need to really have clean eyelashes before you start or it does get clumpy um but the lift of this mascara and the volumizing factor of this mascara is remarkable it is straight up false lashes in one sweep like it's really really good um the formula is quite wet even though it gives you these very, very, very full, thick, volumized lashes with the lift. The lift and the curl, I can't, I need uh, Harry to try it because I've got quite upright lashes um, and hers are more straight. So I'm desperate for Harry to try it without straightness to see what she thinks. Um, but because it lifts them so much, I do find I get a little bit of transfer. You know when you get the transfer, not onto your eyelid as such, but right on your lash line so you've done all your makeup you put your eyeliner on and then you get transfer from your mascara where it's 
just touched where your eyeliner is and you're like it does do that (laughs) sorry for that noise um but because it doesn't do it every time it does it when you're not perfectly neat with it um but because I love it so much I've just started cleaning it up afterwards with a q-tip because I really love it the first time I used it I loved it the second time I used it I was like oh no it's really clumpy and everything's sticking together but it was because I hadn't cleaned my lashes fully efficiently the night before so that's what I'm saying you've got to have really really clean lashes to get the most out of it it lasts really well um you will still have amazing lashes at the end of the day I don't get any transfer with it at all uh all I get is a little bit of crumbling and that's if I've been like laid down watching a movie or I've been fiddling with my eyes or something like if I've just been going about my day it just stays and that does mean it can be quite difficult to take off um I do have to use a separate eye makeup remover I can't just use my regular cleanser I use LMS Pro Collagen Marine Cream Marine Balm sorry um Pro Collagen Marine Cleansing Balm uh for the most part Uh, and that will not get this off and that will get most mascaras off like it takes Lash Paradise off it takes Marc Jacobs at Lashed off Um, no worries but Jones Row does need its own um, eye makeup remover but you know that's okay because that means it's long lasting and I'm very into it I'm curious as to see how long the tube is going to be good for because um, Lash Paradise and at Lashed as we know don't last that long they dry out dry out very quickly um and this gives me a very similar eye probably with more lift uh than those two but the formula feels quite wet so I feel like it might last a long time uh so to me that is far and away the smash hit of the products that I have tried so far the mascara and that is um 26 dollars on jonesroadbeauty.com right now um so going through the rest of the other products uh, the cool gloss it's just in like a juicy tubes tube it's just a clear tube with a white lid exactly the same as a juicy tubes tube um, even the slanted applicator I'm applying it as I'm talking to you which I should have mentioned um, is the same as a juicy tube uh, I have the clear shade um, and it's fine it's like a perfectly nice feels nice mm, uh, feels moisturizing it's a gloss doesn't last forever it's just a lovely gloss uh, what I will say is going for it in its favour is it tastes like After Eights. It doesn't taste like After Eights, it smells like After Eights. And maybe more of a matchmaker than an After Eight or a peppermint patty if you're here in the States. Um, but it smells like mint chocolate. Um, kind of like the uh, La Mer lip balm. Uh, it has that mint choc ice cream sort of smell uh, fragrance. So it has that and it's got a little bit of tingle to it, uh, which is the mint, obviously. Um, and that's fine. Uh, but it's $22 and I just think you can get glosses that are just as good for less Um, I also have one of the cream eyeshadows which is called uh, Just A Sec and the idea here is that they're sparkly cream eyeshadows that you can just swipe on I'm going to read you from the website it's the innovative formula you never knew you needed a weightless cushiony texture this clean eyeshadow clean like is there a dirty eyeshadow no imparts crease proof wash of luminous color across lids at the inner corner of eyes all along brow bone just a sec is all it takes for a bright eyed um so it's obviously like a highlightery eyeshadow and you could use it as a highlighter actually it's in a very very small glass pot uh think mac fluid line uh for the size of it it's really little um and it is or it will be i got it in the startup kit but there will be more shades available uh it will be 26 dollars 
$26 feels like a lot for how small this is. There is only three grams of product in this, which is just minuscule. I mean, when you look at it, it looks like a sample. It's absolutely tiny. And they're saying innovative formula. Um, as soon as I opened it and stabbed my finger in, I'm like, oh, so it's just a ColourPop Super Shock eyeshadow. Um, which is the closest similarity I can give you. Um, it does have like a squishy cushioniness, which is lovely. It does swipe on very nicely. It's pretty. I didn't feel myself like it lasted very long. Um, and if I can get a ColourPop Super Shock eyeshadow, which is bigger and considerably cheaper, I would. So I'm afraid that's a pass from me. Um, we also have the pencil. Uh, which is the best pencil. It's like, probably you shouldn't have called them the best things because you're setting yourself up. It's a perfectly nice black pencil. Um, it it does nothing special. It's a perfectly nice black eye pencil. And the best eyeshadow I have in dark brown. Again, like a really small palette um, in this sort of muted beige pink colour. It does have a mirror in the lid and it is plastic. Um... I'm not sure where that sits again on the cleanness because putting plastic in plastic and a mirror together makes it very hard to recycle, um, which is problematic for a brand that's priding itself and screaming its cleanness from the rooftops. The eyeshadow itself, as you would expect from Bobbi Brown, is great. Uh, it is very, very pigmented. It, it goes on beautifully. It's just a very dark matte brown. I've been mostly using it as a liner because it's too dark to do an all over lid, but I, I mean, for me, uh, but it's a great eyeshadow. Um, and, uh, I don't know if we have a price on what they will retail at yet because it's only available right now in the startup kit, but given the price of the Justice X and the Sparkle Wash, which is coming up, which is a shimmer liquid eyeshadow, they're 26 and $24. So we're looking around the $20 mark. Um, yeah, it's fine. Um, the thing that, yeah, I don't love that it's a single eyeshadow in a plastic packaging with a mirror because that's going to make it really difficult to recycle. Um, the next product up is the Miracle Balm. Now, again, this, so this is partially my fault. <laughs> this is partially the fact that it's called a Miracle Balm because it's not a miracle. Um, it is just a really nice, sheeny balm. So this is what the website description is because it's really hard for me to describe it to you. It says, it's all in the name. Miracle Balm is a secret of no makeup makeup, a wash of soft focus moisture to perfect and enhance the skin, a light reflecting super product that's as versatile as it is simple to use. Wear Miracle Balm alone or a layer on top of foundation for an instant refresh. Now, I just don't fully understand what it is. And I have it and I've been using it and playing with it for weeks. Bobby's tip here says it's genius in a pot. You can wear Miracle Balm alone or use it to bronze, highlight or tint skin. Um, and then it says apply balm with fingertips, palms or a brush, sponge onto cheeks, lips, eyelids, anywhere you want to glow. It's got a jojoba oil, it's got argan oil, it's got vitamin E and it says we never use cyclic silicones, parabens or potholine glycol. Uh, polyethylene glycol, so botholine, uh, pegs, basically. Um, good for you. Thanks for telling me what you haven't used. Um, um, and the first ingredient is castor oil. Uh, then it's got beeswax. So you can see the ingredients, um, but it's like, yeah, it's all jojoba oil. No, it isn't. That's like halfway down the ingredient list. 
And all you keep telling me is that it's genius, it's a miracle, it's a super product, it's versatile. I bought shade clear. Now this is my own fault because I bought clear because in the pictures uh, on the website, the sheer, the clear, sorry, was a pinkish color. And when in the swatch, it's pink. And on the model, it kind of looked like she'd got some color in her cheeks. So I'm like, oh, that looks like the right shade for me. There is Tawny, which is a darker, very red, dark brown. And they show that on um, an Indian model um, or Southeast Asian, she looks to be model. Uh, so I'm like, oh, that must be for darker skins. And then there is bronze, which I was like, well, that looks like it's a bronze. And they show that on a black skin model, um, on a black model. So I'm like, well, I guess that's not for me again. And then there was Dusty Rose, uh, which was a much pinkier pink. And they do show that on a Caucasian model, but it looks like she's very, very tan. And she looks like she's got sort of ski cheek. You know what I mean? Like that um, really pretty red uh, flush from ski cheek. So then I picked clear because it looked like the palest pink and they use that on the palest skinned model and I am super pale skin so all I can do like everyone else coming to this brand fresh is look at the models you've used so unless you use all products on all skin types and skin tones which I would love you had all these models there um but you didn't show me the different products on the different models so I had to choose the model that looked closest to me and assume that that was the correct one for me because you haven't told me otherwise um, and even though it says it's clear, it looked pink, so I bought it and then I got it and it's clear. So that's half on me <laughs> for, for buying the thing I saw instead of the thing I read. Um, and it's just a pretty hefty pot of clear balm. Um, so I guess if you need a pretty hefty pot of clear balm, it is quite versatile. Uh, I just got the Mario face gloss, which I really like. Uh, so I didn't need a giant pot, a giant screw top pot of clear balm. Um, so I feel a bit silly about this one. Uh, it does give a pretty balmy look to cheeks. Uh, if I put it all over my face without foundation on, I would just be rubbing uh, jojoba oil and argan oil all over my face and I would break out immediately. So I don't recommend that, even though Bobby does. Um, yeah, bit confused. What I'm gonna try and do is get one of the other colors and see if you can actually use it as a blush. Uh, Cause the clear one is, is just a clear balm. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a miracle. Uh, it would be pretty for glossy eyes, but it would wear off immediately. It would be pretty, it is pretty on cheekbones. Um, if you want just a very, very, very natural glow, it doesn't give like a super gloss and there's no shimmer or sheen in it at all, but it gives a pretty uh, look when the light catches it. It's very, very natural. Let's call it that. Um, so yeah, I'm this to me being $38 is kind of bonkers when everything else is so tiny and then this is so huge. Um, I'm never gonna use this. <laughs> I'm never gonna get through all of this. I don't quite know. Um, I'm like, maybe I can use it on the ends of my hair or my cuticles or something. And it's then it's just like a do all balm. But that's not what it says. It's just the, the whole thing where it's like layer on top of foundation or wear alone. Like, wear alone and just, just put like fancy Vaseline on my cheeks and then go out. I'm confused. So I'm confused by the Miracle Balm. 
Um, some people on the Facebook group uh, were asking if it would be like uh, Pot Rouge, um, the cheek colours, the cream cheek colours from Bobby Brown. And since this one is clear, I cannot tell you if that is the case. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and buy one of the coloured ones for my sins because I'm an idiot and I just want to suffer more. And I'll let you know. Uh, but the clear one, it would be a pass from me. Um, get one of the coloured ones or don't bother. Um, but yeah, I, I have got to say the mascara is amazing. The mascara is incredible. And this has been an incredible year for mascara. So that's a big deal to say that. Um, but yeah, get the mascara if you're desperate to get anything. Don't buy uh, the shimmer cream eyeshadow because you could just buy Super Shocks. Don't buy the gloss because there are much, much cheaper glosses that do exactly the same thing. Same for the pencil. The eyeshadow, if you are in the market for a matte dark brown eyeshadow, it's a great option. And the Miracle Balm is going to be a pass. So it's weird. It's hard. It's very much glossier, glossier for grown-ups is what it's positioning itself as. And um, I don't know. I found it slightly condescending. Uh, the models are all quite young that they use and I don't know I don't know as you can see I'm feeling quite negative about it but I do love that mascara uh, but we'll see I'm sure it will do fantastically well because Bobby is so well respected and all of the products do work I just confused by the pricing it's doing that glossier thing of taking something that's extremely cheap and selling it to you as elevated chic uh, sophisticated design um, and yeah, dunno, I'm, the lip balm's already, the lip gloss has already worn off while I've been talking to you. So this is the amount of talking you have to do for the lip gloss to wear off. Just telling you that. Um, moving on, uh, new launches from Charlotte Tilbury. Motorbike outside. Uh, new launches from Charlotte Tilbury, always exciting. We've got new Glowgasm lip balms. Ooh, you know I'm excited about that because it looks very much up the alley of a uh, Dior lip glow, which I just restocked while Sephora had their 20% off. And also um, this new, new, new product, the Tinted Love. Mm. Now this is um, a lip and cheek tint. So like a Benetint tint, if you're looking for a comp. Um, hydrating, long lasting color, glides on wet, leaves your lips and cheeks with natural looking satin stain finish blendable, buildable texture, inspired by vibrant sweet berries, crushed rosebud petals, cherries, $34 each. Um, and there are five shades right now. There is Santa Euphoria, Petal Pink, Bohemian Kiss, Tripping on Love, and Love Chain. I'm actually pretty excited about this. This feels like something really new and interesting uh, from CT instead of like an extension of an existing brand. So I'm really excited. We're going to get these in. We're going to test them out for you. I'm sure they're going to be pretty brilliant uh and if they're not I, I will clearly tell you <laughs> as i've just been struck off the jones road pr list for all eternity um also uh new launches from celebs new launches from celebs would you believe it we had quite a lot of new launches this year and more celebs than not uh be influencer celebs or regular celebs these are regular celebs actually two musical celebs jlo beauty has uh, made itself known uh, we have a date. We have a teaser. Uh, it will be available, where do we got? December 8th on their website and then January 1st, 2021. Uh, I'm confused by JLo Beauty. I mean, obviously it's all glow. The uh, tagline is, now your glow has no expiration date. Did my glow have an expiration date? What are you trying to say, JLo? Are you, I guess they're just saying like, she's old and she still looks hot. 
and I kind of hate that um because she's I can't look like JLo <laughs> like no amount of uh highlighter liquid highlighter which is what this seems like it's gonna start with is gonna make me look like JLo <laughs> do you know what I mean god bless her for trying she looks amazing um thanks to her makeup artist Scott Barnes so you could also buy Scott Barnes Beauty and I'm sure that would help too but who knows who knows or dares to dream I'm just letting you know when that launches we'll have more information uh the other brand that has announced itself recently is Human Race by Pharrell um as Human Race Skincare now we all know Pharrell has the most incredible skin of any human and may or may not be a vampire uh but apparently he's not apparently it's all down to his skincare routine and he is sharing that with us so we're starting with rice powder cleanser which is a dry powder cleanser you know i love a dry powder cleanser still still obsessed with skin-esque uh, enzyme powder i still use it all the time you guys we don't talk about it but that has just endured with me uh, so it's one of those powder cleansers that you mix with water and it um produces an exfoliating uh, face wash like a milky face wash uh it's chock full of ahas apparently for exfoliating fruit ahas and um then it's made with kaolin clay uh so interesting that he's going clay uh which is an oil control ingredient usually uh and ahas for exfoliation in a daily cleanser the thing is when you put ahas in a daily cleanser it's usually at such a low uh concentration and they're on your skin for such a short period of time the jury's out on what sort of impact it has but i guess it's one of those cumulative things that's if that's what you're looking for it's better than not having it jury's out um but if you do want more exfoliation you can get the lotus enzyme exfoliant which is his second product that he's launching and that has got glycolic acid in at eight percent which is a pretty decent level there's been another thing I learned from Lab Science, Lab Muffin Science, because I love her so much. Um, but there's so much talk about how much uh, percentage of, of acid or what your concentration of acid should be. And a lot of brands are, like fighting to have the highest concentration. And quite frankly, we don't need it. Like you don't need to go super high. It's bad for your skin. So that seems like a very um, reserved conservative level to me. I haven't seen the rest of the ingredients yet. So we'll see. Um, and then the third product in the uh, lineup for launch is a humidifying cream just inspired by the places that Pharrell Williams has lived and loved his home time of Virginia Beach his now home of Miami the miscovered Japanese archipelago hmm so that's nice uh, but apparently it is a dense and creamy blanket of moisture it's got snow mushroom extract in there which uh, has roots in Chinese medicine behaves very similarly to hyaluronic acid hyaluronic acid is in there as well so you're doubling up on your snow mushroom and your ha uh, there's also rice water in there which we know is calming and lovely and brightening and uh, niacinamide again like a lovely ingredient so we love that um there's also going to be a sunscreen but that's not ready yet but pharrell has said he's been wearing it so I'll, I'll have what he's having which also presumably includes lots of facials and, and procedures but who knows um the packaging is really cool reminds me a lot of Fenty skin uh, but it's bright bright green but it's all sustainable it's 50% of the packaging um, comes from post-consumer recycled plastic which is awesome it is all recyclable each product has a removable inner chamber that you can replace with a refill so you're not buying a whole new packaging item every time and the name of the brand is uh, printed on all the packaging in braille as well as in in just printed on there which is amazing um it's very inclusive we love that this 
is saying it's inclusive and sustainable and it is uh, the products aren't super crazy priced. Uh, the rice powder cleanser is $32, the enzyme exfoliator is $46, and the humidifying cream is $48, or you can get all three in a routine pack for $100, and they will be available November 25th at humorrace.com. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I think it's a really interesting little lineup. Uh, I'm curious to see some of the skincare experts try it. And let us know what they think. Actually, would I bet? I bet Hyrens is all over this. Uh, I, I just can't wait to see her review of it. Um, also, in new news, uh, we have Hourglass is coming to Ulta, which is exciting and interesting because I know traditionally Ulta has been considered the less premium retailer in the states versus Sephora, but they are massively upping their premium game. They have Chanel in there now. They have Elemis in there now. Now they're taking Hourglass as well. And Ulta is coming to Target. Oh my God. 2021 vaccine. Come to me now. I need the vaccine so I can go back to Target. I have not stepped foot in a Target since, oh my God, I think February. Um, it's been so long and I miss it so much. And the fact that they're going to have Ulta concept stores inside of a Target is just making me very emotional. Uh, so that's very, very exciting. Like huge, huge for Ulta, huge for Target. Uh, I feel like they really struggle with their beauty zones. They're forever revamping the one near me and it's never that great. So I'm excited about this. Um, also just a word to the wise. We're getting lots of emails and press releases about Black Friday deals and this is coming both sides of the Atlantic, UK and US, and everywhere else actually. Black Friday is everywhere now, isn't it? Um, what I will say is most of the deals we've seen coming in so far are from individual brands and brands' websites. So rather than buying from a retailer, uh, like a Sephora, for example, uh, it seems that you're getting better deals and bigger percentages off when you shop with the individual brands. Uh, so that's just something to keep an eye on. If you have brands that you love, if there are brands you know you are obsessed with that brand, sign up to their newsletters right now, I would say, and you'll get first dibs on their discounts and deals. Uh, so that's just a suggestion um, from me. And what we're gonna do now is talk about my nose. Uh, just really briefly before we move on to Alice, who is fabulous and fantastic and needs all the time in the world because she's just the best. Um, so I had an operation on my nose. As some of you know, uh, I had um, sinus problems and just nose problems. Uh, there's a video on my Instagram if you are inclined to know more about what I actually had done, um, why I had it done and specifically what I had done. But the very short version is I had a septoplasty to fix my deviated septum. I have all my sinuses cleaned out and fixed, turbinates reduced, and uh, I had to have my nose rebuilt. So there was a rhinoplasty as well as a septoplasty, which basically means I had a nose job, but it was for health reasons, not uh, aesthetic reasons. You can't really see any different. It doesn't look any different, but it feels totally different. And like, there's just so much structure. My nose was very soft and floppy and now it's like rock hard and I have to really hope no one ever punches me in it because I'm screwed. Um, but it's so exciting to actually have a nose I can breathe from. Now, the procedure took like a really long time and recovery was horrible. Uh, not painful, just like long and slow because I was so tired because I was under anaesthetic for so long. Um, surgery took, I think, six 
six and a half hours. It took a long time. So I was under anesthetic for like a very long time. Um, but healing has been really pretty good. Um, there's just a tiny scar uh, under my nose um, where they had to cut the middle bit to slide the skin up off my skull. I know it's gross. Um, but there's just this little tiny red scar uh, underneath my nose. And I did have a little bit of bruising under my eyes, but only yellow. It never went black. Uh, it just went a little bit yellow about five days after surgery, which was weird. It didn't straight after surgery, I looked fine. Um, so what I was doing on this, where the incision was made, I was using an antibiotic cream um polysporin which I got from the drugstore I just got it from CVS uh is what my doctor recommended and that's what I was dabbing on it when the stitches were still in to stop it from getting infected at all and to help it heal faster and then once the stitches were out it was a case of being very 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 careful and gentle with it so I was just cleaning it very gently with warm water um with a q-tip and then I've been dabbing La Mer on it now, I know not everyone has La Mer, and I know it's a really lame thing to say, but um, La Mer was created as a healing product uh, to help heal burns. That's how it was originally invented. So I find it amazing for healing. I, I've, because I'm in beauty, like in beauty, um, whenever you go to events at La Mer, they give you these little teeny tiny pots, and I've just got like a million of them. <laughs> I've told this story before and I'm not proud and if anyone from La Mer's listening I love you and I really do like a lot of your products the cream is no good for my skin the original cream way too heavy breaks me out um but I find it incredible for healing so a few years ago me and one of my friends went to a La Mer party and it was in Hollywood and everyone was being monstrous and no one was eating and people were just standing around trying to look cool instead of having a good time and they had like cigarette girls um, old-fashioned Hollywood cigarette girls with trays you probably you know like Betty Boop in Roger Rabbit where she's walking around with the tray selling cigarettes um, but instead of cigarettes obviously they had little tiny tester pots of La Mer little teeny tiny ones um, and we got talking to this girl and she was just like I hate this it's the worst party ever and it, it wasn't that's harsh I got to talk to Gwyneth Paltrow she was lovely um, but basically she was like just take as many as you want so me and my friend we took quite a few um, and that La, that La Mer has kept me in good stead. Uh, I've given it to friends, I've given it to family, I've given it to people who wanted to try it out, and I've used it to heal basically every tattoo that I've had uh, since that party. It's amazing for tattoo healing. Um, and I used it on my scar underneath my nose, and it has been so good. Uh, one of my surgeons, because there were two surgeons operated on my nose, that's how complicated it was, it was two guys, and one of them was like, what have you used on the scar? It looks so great. And I'm like, La Mer. And he's like, oh, you hear that around here more than you'd think because it's LA. Um, but that's what I used to heal it. Um, I also went really big on uh, spritzes, facial spritzes while I was recovering um, the Elemis Rose facial spray I used round the clock, the QMS facial spray I used a lot, um, the Orpheus skin that I talked about last episode I've been trialing that actually really liking it really really liking it and I use the spritz and the serum the serum is actually this really thin vinegary type serum um I just feel like my skin just numbs it up immediately so much so that I just knocked my microphone because I got so excited um but yeah that's what uh I used my skin's come out of it pretty good I was on steroids for the week after 
the operation so my skin was really unhappy about that and then I was on antibiotics for two weeks and my skin hated that um, so we're getting over that but it's been pretty good ever since and yeah you really can't see where I had the op I'm, I don't think my voice has changed I'm still a little bit congested there's still swelling inside even though the swelling outside has gone down uh, but yeah I, I people have asked that's the information that's what I have and while we're on the topic of uh, doing stuff to our faces let's move on to our interview with Alice Hart Davis now Alice is just one of the nicest most well-informed just generous lovely people uh, that I've ever spoken to she has so much experience like I can't even begin to tell you how much time and effort and of her own pain <laughs> has been put into testing tweakments uh, trialing out different things as they've come to market to share it with us she is someone I would trust implicitly uh, with any feedback I think she puts her money where her mouth is completely and um, I loved talking to her so while I obviously had surgery what Alice is talking about here is tweakments she will explain to you the difference between a procedure as surgery and a surgical procedure and a tweakment uh, that's coming up right now after this break uh, and then I'm going to share two highlights of the week with you that I'm really excited about so sit sit tight sit tight through this ad break and I'll be right back hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, Alice. So we're going to assume there is a tiny fraction of our audience who doesn't know what the Tweakment Guide is and, and hasn't read your work before. So please introduce yourself uh, and the Tweakments Guide to those people. Okay. Okay. I am um, a UK-based journalist and I've been writing about lots of things over time. But for the last 20 years, I've been concentrating on skincare and non-surgical cosmetic medical procedures which is such a mouthful I prefer to call them tweakments but you know it's all the non-surgical stuff so injectable wrinkle relaxing toxins many brands are available we shouldn't mention any of them um, injectable fillers lasers peels thread lifts all that kind of stuff and all the energy devices so so that's tweakments and I became convinced that the time was right to write a book about all this just trying to explain it because th there's been so much stigma around this whole area for so long you know much less in yeah. the states but it still persists here but that did start to seem to be dropping off about three years ago and i thought i've i've got to write this book now because this is one of the areas which i 
you know, I feel I know stuff I need to communicate. And in the papers I only ever get to write, oh, this is such a scary thing. Our brave reporter tries it. You think, no, it's, 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 a, it's a medical procedure. You know, lots of people do these things. Let's try and have a more grown up and also a more open conversation about it. So, sorry, this isn't a very concise introduction. So I wrote the book. <laughs> I wrote the book which is saying these are these things I've tried loads of them over time because I have been trying lots of them out as a, a reporter and also as a vain human being who's getting on a bit because <laughs> I was nearly nearly 40 when I started on this area so uh, you then start thinking "Ooh, that one worked I wonder what this other one would do and um, on the back of the book I've now got a website to uh, help explain you know what these things are how they work because the difficult thing with putting a book together is like how do you organize it because I want to say well there's this interesting technology and that interesting technology and of course what people actually want to say is look I got these pigment spots all these wrinkles yeah what could I do about them and there's usually several ways in which you can tackle any of these things so the website enables you to look at it like that and I've got a bunch of great UK-based practitioners and then after doing all that tweakments, um, the tweakments book and things around it, um, I, I get so many questions about skincare, which I've written much more about over time than tweakments, quite honestly. And I thought I should do a skincare book, which was supposed to come out start of the year, but like everything else, it got a bit slowed down, not least because it's self-publishing. So I now have a skincare book called Start With Skincare, very exciting title, um, which is there as well it's just to kind of explain you know what what you might want to be doing with your with your skincare and why and it's it's uh, one in the series of, of many strong skincare books this year including the fabulous because I know you, you've had Caroline on here talking yes. about hers and her book yep. is awesome and then Inga um, Van Lotteringen who used to be the beauty director at Cosmo she's got a great book as well so anyway lots of us writing skincare books this year and so my website now has stuff about skincare, stuff about tweakments, stuff about great practitioners, loads of information. And I have a shop on there of some of the favorite bits of skincare that um, I think are really good and really active, but those are kind of quite high-end stuff. And I know a lot of people want to know what's sort of more available high street wise, but the book covers all of that. So thank you for letting me ramble on. <laughs> no, I loved it. Um, I found the really interesting when you made the point about uh, the way the media approaches tweakments um, oh. and that I think is just something that's been fascinating to watch over the last few years <clears throat> sorry excuse me especially we've been doing full coverage sort of three and a half nearly four years now and to watch that change in approach one of our earliest episodes we recorded when Kylie Jenner came out and said that she had had her lip fillers mm -hmm. and it was like El scandaloso it was like everyone was up in arms about it it's like oh my god a 19 year old had fillers this is appalling this is disgusting fillers are obviously for vain old hags who don't know any better and want to walk around with Joyce Wildenstein face and it's like oh wow now it's now it's the very clear split between a more I'm, 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 it's so early to be banging on my down with a patriarchy drum, but it's a very clear split no, between that but misogynistic approach of fillers are bad and scary and let's see what people do versus the younger end of the media that's like treats it as a cosmetic treatment. Totally. They've absolutely embraced it. It's uh, the division is between, because when all these things started up, they were very much seen as anti-aging you know i hate the phrase but but it but it works I as know, a shorthand you know they were they would mm -hmm. tackle it and if there was a line they would fill it or freeze it uh, if if contours had gone they would sort of build them back up uh, between that sort of anti-aging market and the 
beautification market, which is what the sort of younger lot comes into, because they're, like you say, it's all about enhancement. It's all about the look. It's get your lips more Instagrammable, get those mm-hmm. cheekbones, razor-like, get a jawline yeah. to die for. It's a look they all want it, but it means so many youngsters end up looking very similar, particularly yeah. once they add in the big brows and the eyelashes <laughs> yes. and everything else. Big old brow. Um, so, yeah, there's this divide in the market, but the, uh, and the media, I, I mean, what surprised me, I, I got to do a, a presentation at a, a, an international conference on oh. aesthetics in Rodnick last year, <laughs> where the lovely guy in charge said, you know, what do I talk about? You know, thank you for asking me to come and talk. Well, what on earth? And he said, talk about the way the media has talked to, has presented aesthetic procedures over the past 20 years you thought okay fab great now i'll go and drag out my back catalogue of cuttings because i'm old school enough that i've got endless cuttings books filled with literally yeah. snipped out of the paper pieces of paper stuck in and i thought it would be um, a, a pleasing journey from ignorance to enlightenment via understanding and whatever but in fact back in 1999 i was writing pieces about Oh, Botox is so everyday, we'd rather miss our dentist's appointments than our jabs about, I don't know, lunching ladies in Kensington or how to get a better bottom like Kylie, <laughs> not Kylie Jenner, Kylie Minogue back then. OG Kylie. Or, <laughs> it's so scary, our brave reporter goes and tries it or um, is X the new Botox and, and, and all these things. Um, and I then dragged out... I, articles which I'd written this on this theme back around the turn of the century in the mid noughties five years ago and it, it doesn't change it doesn't change it's really frustrating because the industry has developed massively I mean particularly in the UK it's kind of the wild west because there's so little regulation around it you know perilously little regulation so anyone you or I or an next door neighbor can go and buy needles, buy filler off the internet, start injecting anyone we like. There is no requirement to have a medical qualification, no requirements to have done any particular training. You know, you get reality TV stars to set up doing this. I've Uh, seen that. uh, I I questioned that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing that's happened, isn't it? it? Do you like the way they look? Would you let them loose on their faces when they are not doctors? And, you know, and often people say, well, as long as people are doctors or dentists, and you think, well, I don't want my GP sticking needles in me either. I want them to have a lot of no. really specific training in these procedures and, and, and practice. Um, they, they all admit, all the aesthetic practitioners, that they get better with practice. So yeah. one does, one of those things. Oh. And then perfectly you want somebody who's not just technically competent but has a an eye for... I don't know, art, beauty, whatever, who, who mm-hmm. can take a look at your face and say, this will give you the effect you're looking for. Because not everybody wants the same thing. You know, we don't all want the the chiseled whatever look. You know, it might be just not to look so sad, yeah. you know, grumpy yeah, or constantly much. frowny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, so, I, I've spoken very openly about what I've had done on the podcast and what I, I mean, I've just turned 40. I started getting Botox when I was about, 32 I want to say and it was in the 11s because I had very very heavy angry frowny Mm. eyebrows it was just I'm a frowner Uh, and it just Mm. made me look tired and angry all the time and uh, during lockdown 
obviously I wasn't getting anything at all done because I usually get lip filler in my bottom lip because I've lost a lot of volume in my bottom lip over the last few years. I don't have any in it right now. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, I know, like trying to show you through the Zoom. Um, but uh, there's still some residual because, you know, you, you do get a little residual. But um, I, I hadn't got any Botox in and I went a couple of months ago. Uh, things started to open up a little bit in LA and the place I go to is a doctor's office. So it was considered safe to be open. Mm -hmm. The woman I saw, again, she was a 53 year old nurse practitioner who has been doing this as long as it's been possible to do this. She literally yeah. sat me down. I was like, do not move your face and just stare straight ahead at me. Gave me the most thorough and honest <laughs> like, assessment of my face. And then was like, well, I'm not going to put any filler in because you don't need it. And um, if we start on that now, it's too soon. You're going you're to feel terrible in 10 years. So we're not doing the filler. I'm going to put Botox here, here and here. How does that sound? And it was exactly what I wanted. And it was very much just the, the 11s. I get it in the corners of my mouth because the corners of my mouth turn down. And just to yeah. lift up one eyebrow that is a little lower than the other. And she was so spot on. And I came back, obviously you couldn't really tell straight away, but a couple of days later, again, my husband who has been staring at my face every day for eight months was like, you look well. And I'm like, oh my God, that's all I wanted. Cause that's my goal to look more, t more refreshed, less yeah, ragey. Yeah. Cause I'm full of rage all the time, Alice. And I need to conceal, I need to conceal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a myth that we all want to walk around looking like Kylie Jenner. Uh, and it's a myth yeah. that certain areas of the media would like to perpetuate, uh, which makes me sad. Yeah, and you absolutely don't need filler. That, that nurse was so right with whatever yeah, she said, good. because some people will think, oh, I could just do this. But, you know, you, you, you've got lovely firmness, collagen, mm. bounce spring got, in your I face. I got good I cheeks. I got excellent here. cheekbones. I do have good cheekbones. Yeah. The whole face, in the words of Adina Monsoon, is hanging from these cheekbones, um, which I will always remember. Um, but I, uh, but like, yeah. But then I have been, same as you. I've been to events where I've talked to the people and I've been to launches and whatever. Mm. And they're always trying to flog you more than you want. The number of practitioners mm. that have tried to sell me under eye filler, I'm like, I would lose my eyes. They would disappear. Yeah. I don't want my eyes yeah. to disappear. My cheekbones are so high; it would look so weird. Um, but yeah, I think that's a question actually that a lot of people had. I asked some of our listeners oh, yeah. if they had questions for you. And that was the biggest question that we got was how do you know who to go to? I mean, obviously now you have provided us with mm. a wonderful resource. Um, but in, in yeah, generally speaking, how do you recommend, yeah. how do you find the right person? Do, do your research, um, particularly if you're in the UK where there's no requirement for anybody to have any particular <laughs> qualifications for these things. I mean, ideally, you want um, a recommendation from a friend, if only your friend would be open enough to say what they've had done. Because if somebody's been doing a good job for your friend and they're sticking with them and they look nice and they don't look strange, then that is a very good recommendation. Because the thing is, all our faces are different. So many people say to me, yeah, should I try this procedure, that procedure, because my friend had it and they look great. Well, are you exactly the same as your friend is your skin condition, your et cetera, et cetera. You, something else might suit you more. So you want to know that um, the practitioner you are going to, I do think they need to be medically qualified as an absolute basic. And then they need to have had a good deal of training, specific training in aesthetic procedures. So um, they don't tend to advertise this and we don't tend to know what to ask for. And they'll say, oh, yes, I've done this, that and the other. But, you know, if you can see they've got a track record of having done quite a lot of this stuff. But most of these guys are now 
on Instagram. Um, most of the reputable clinics, it's quite easy to tell that it is their own work. It's not pictures they've nicked from other people's Instagrams, which is what you get with the uh, people who shouldn't be doing this anyway. They just put up any old mm -hmm. pictures and you yeah. will then start to get a feel. Also, every, they're all different cosmetic procedures, as we are all different. You know, you get some people who are very um, clinical and analytical about it, or they may have a clinic that looks very space age and whatever. There are others who are cozy and chintzy. There are some that would be like your auntie or your best friend, or, you know, maybe your, your glamorous love island type person. You know, there's, there's absolutely the entire spectrum. And you need to find someone you feel comfortable with whose own face you like the look of as well. If they look a bit strange to your eyes if they look a bit overdone you know that's a red flag if you if you're able to go to their clinics as, as one day we hope you will do be able to do again and you go in and the receptionist looks strange overdone you know that to me is another red flag so you want to find people's names you want to follow up on their work you want to see on their websites their before and afters you want to maybe ask if they've got any patients who've had done what you might be thinking about having done. Could you talk to those patients? They're, the practitioners are very keen to establish good mm -hmm. sort of relations with prospective new patients. Because the thing is, if you find the right person, then the clever thing is, is to stick with them. Because if you've got one person managing your face giving you good advice saying i don't think you need this now but maybe next year we should look at that or maybe what about some better skincare to brighten up the quality of your skin rather than playing around with the proportions which by the way are absolutely fine you, you, you know all the good guys are very honest in in this sort of way and they will say where you don't need work um at the moment they're also busy as well at the moment so and, and then ideally I, thought, I think i was saying that before you want somebody who has some artistry to their work which sounds a bit bit of a sort of plonky thing to say but it's really <laughs> important because that's that's the difference between you know you could have somebody who puts the toxin in the right places that will give you a whatever but you can still come out looking a bit strange if they haven't really stopped to look at you and the way you use your face and yeah I don't know. So some people get lovelier results than others. And if you can discern who those people are and track them down and pester them into seeing you, that, that that's often a good way. Is, yes. is that sort of helpful? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I think so. I mean, you, you very much spoke to my experience there because I've, I've seen all ends of the spectrum and there have been people who I've gone to who were just trying to upsell me on getting as much into my face as they possibly could at any one yeah. time. And no, then the people off, that I go off. back and, to, and, yeah, the, they're the opposite. They're the people that will be way more conservative. And the place that I went to where I got my lip filler is it's a nurse practitioner who does that. It's a different lady that does my Botox because I actually prefer the way she does the mm. filler because she's very conservative. She's very natural. Her yeah. own face is exquisite and it is just incredibly yeah. natural. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I could never have believed that she was having anything done. And then she told me what she's doing to her own face. And I was stunned because she just looks yeah. incredibly fresh faced and wonderful. Um, and yet she never ever has tried to push a single thing. If anything, these the people that I go to are the people that recommend less. Uh, always because okay. they're more interested in keeping me as a repeat client than they are than getting a sure. ton of stuff in my face and money in their wallet sure and that must be quite unusual for LA dare I say it because <laughs> yes, it I, I I don't go there very often I haven't been there very recently but when I did 
last game, having not been there for a long time, the the striking difference was how so many people's faces looked very similar. It was all it was all angles. It was all yes. cheekbones like this, yeah. and eyebrows like this, um, sharp jawlines, and, and because. I was doing a, a work thing sort of up, up and down the West Coast. You, it, it was a huge disparity between the done faces, which all looked like that, and then mm-hmm. the kind of faded, sun-bleached, um, <laughs> organic old hippies yeah. who who absolutely hadn't done it. And in, in yoga classes in various you know, studios there, you'd have these two lots side by side. There's some people with with breasts so sort of hiked up. <laughs> I, I'm amazed uh, that that can that can sit there in a crop top, you know. But yeah. and, and other people who were old knit your own sort of yoga outfits. But uh, so yeah, to find to find a nurse who's that thoughtful there, I'd say you've done very well. Well, and mine were as you said, all uh, recommendations from friends. So that's, okay, brilliant. and it was yeah. only well. one of my very good friends who we went for brunch, and I noticed she had a tiny, tiny, tiny little bruise at the side of her eye. And everyone was like, oh, you look so well. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. And after brunch, I took her to one side and was like, who who, who was it? Because you look, you look amazing. And I want to know who it was. And she was like, oh, bugger. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you missed the concealer least, right on the side. Yeah, but at least your friends will talk about it. Because over yeah. here, there is still so much resistance to talking about it. And this is one of the things I'm trying to do with the treatments guide with my Instagram or whatever is, is just have a more open and honest conversation about it because these things are out there these things are now very very widely available and it's completely disingenuous of all the people particularly celebs who say oh i tried wrinkle relaxing toxins once but it made me look weird so i never did it again mm-hmm. and you, you 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 were like it's, it's always the last question you can ask yeah. during an interview because it brings things down but they say yeah. i do yoga I've gone vegan I use this face cream but then you know I go to all these conferences around the world used to you know and in the coffee breaks I'll go up to the doctors and say hey doc I gather you're doing less Botox and they look at me like are you putting my leg I say well the thing is everybody you've ever heard of says in interviews I did it once it made me look weird so I've stopped it to the extent that I get asked repeatedly to write these pieces for the papers saying yeah the Botox backlash and then they all laugh and say yeah you know this is my number one procedure they're all lying basically because we're all so good at doing subtle treatment they can get away with fibbing about it but it's so unhelpful to everybody else out there normal people who are sitting there thinking wow how do they look so great maybe i should go vegan maybe i should try that cream mm-hmm. they say i have laser twice a year for this whatever and i have a sprinkle of fillers or toxin i have injectable moisture treatments to amplify the results of all that skincare yeah you know it would just say like oh right okay so there's a method to looking yeah. how they look how all these actresses who are in their mid-50s look exactly the same as they did in their mid-30s you know that's yeah. not normal because you 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 take you know maybe they are all genetically blessed for sure but you know if you took them and put them with their class of 81 or 96 or whatever yeah. it is yeah. and put them in a lineup with their schoolmates with their classmates whatever and you go along that line because there's things that happen to your face as you get older you know, yeah we, we lose oh, yeah. bone from the bony arch of the face we lose fat that's padding it out the skin without that bone of fat it, it will drape it will shrivel it will drop and the, the, the texture becomes more pigmented and blah blah and if you haven't worn your sunscreen 
And so you go along that line and you will see these marks of aging that happen to everyone happening to all those people in that line, except whoops, there's an outlier. <laughs> Somehow all the noticeable signs of aging. How did that happen? Are they just utterly blessed or have they had a little help maybe? Because, yes. you know, they, we, we accept they get help with their wardrobes, with their diet, with their personal training. So why don't we believe that they're getting a bit more help with um, yeah. their faces? It's just not, it's not helpful. It's the beauty equivalent of the mother of three CEO mm. that runs around saying, oh, I don't even have a nanny. I'm just very hands on with my kids and then secretly has four nannies and two grandparents. And it's like we, we it doesn't help us as women or as humans to move forward until we can admit the help that we have and the help that we need, because you're just making it harder for everyone totally. else. Totally. I, my girls went to a school where there was a good deal of, 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 of that going on. It was really interesting. The mums there didn't have nannies. But they did have, as you say, they had au pairs, chauffeurs, gardeners, um, grandparents. They had every other sort of help. So there would mm -hmm. be a lot of backup. Um, and yet they did perceive it to be their, their role to be. But they didn't work. They didn't work mostly either. There, there were just a handful of us who worked and, and we were regarded as slightly unusual. Um, but... Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so getting back to the tweakments themselves, yes. people had lots of questions about yes, them. Yes, yes. Um, and I think the biggest question after where do I get them uh, is which tweakment are you asked about the most, would you say? Um, great question. Think, think, think. Um, I th probably at the moment, one of these injectable moisture treatments called Profilo. Yes, which fascinating. Which is really interesting because it's procedure where you have a small amount of hyaluronic acid gel so like the hyaluronic acid you get in moisturizing serums it's really good at holding onto water and that's injected just into the skin it spreads around the skin within the face mm -hmm. and there's various different brands of this and and some of them have been available for 15 years or something oh, but wow. most of them require a great mass of injections, like 200 tiny injections to get them all over your face into yeah. the right place. That's that's quite something to go through. You you can suffer from needle fatigue and it's mm -hmm. a lot. You end up looking like you've been stung by a swarm of bees. But <laughs> Profilo is runny enough that you only need five key injection points. Oh, wow. And it's not volumizing your face. So it's not a filling filler and it's not making you look different in any way it doesn't get in the way of toxins it doesn't get in the way of fillers um and this realization so it's become a kind of gateway drug to lots of the other uh treatments as it were because people who wouldn't have considered fillers because they think it might make them look all puffy faced and they yeah. don't want toxins because they don't want to look frozen um, they're prepared to contemplate this because it's kind of really caught people's imagination. Lots of their friends may be talking about it. Celebs may be raving about it. It, it gives, and particularly for older skin, you know, and if you're getting up to sort of perimenopausal, menopausal mm -hmm. sort of stage of life where, you know, loss of estrogen, it just, just drains all the life out of your skin and it loses that bounce and spring and it starts looking all flat. And Profilo and 
other injectable moisture treatments can put all that back into the skin. It, it, they're called biostimulators or bioremodeling agents because they absolutely stimulate the growth of collagen, which is the supportive protein that keeps your skin strong, and elastin, which is what gives it its bounce. And all that and the hydration that they bring puts the whole glow back into your skin, plus it tightens it up just a little bit. Mm. So that uh, people are really curious to know is it as easy as people say? Is it as good as people say? Is it worth it? How often do I have to do it? Because uh, it costs over here, so certainly in London, about £400 per session. And you need two sessions okay. a month apart to kind of kick it all off. And then a lot of clinics would like to get you back every three months just to sort of keep topping it up. And you can have it on your face, on your neck, your, your upper chest, you know, the decolletage in your hands, anywhere. Anyway, you've got the money to, to throw at it. And it, um, it, it does work. And when people can see how nicely that gives a subtle improvement, like you say, it's just that, oh, I look that bit better. Mm -hmm. The difference is you find if you carry on using as much moisturizer as you were using before, suddenly you don't need it. Your, your face is all sort of sliding off. Um, so that probably is the one I get asked about the most at the moment. Yeah, it's one I've been most curious about because um, I've seen a lot of people benefiting from it. Uh, and it's one that I'm curious about myself and I haven't been able to find anywhere in LA that's been doing it yet. So need to it's check in on not that. been um, okay by the FDA yet. So I think it's not well, that widely. There probably are people yeah. who doing doing it who perhaps maybe yeah. shouldn't be, but, but it is at least everything a lot better policed in the states it, it's yes. an italian company and, and you know the uk gets used to the sort of testing ground for all these things but it but it is great it is really good it seems to suit absolutely everyone i expect to see it here very shortly then um mm. uh, are there any tweakments that you feel are misunderstood or have been poorly marketed and people aren't really following what they do probably fillers just because sort of fillers among the older demographic like we were saying the sort of so the probably the 40 plus because so many people think if you have fillers in your lips you'll get one of those tripe pouts like leslie ash that was back in 2003 and that was silicon and that, that just persists you know among 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 this age group as a sort of god don't want to go there or kind yeah. of madonna in the late noughties you know that that whole kind of pillow face Mm -hmm. Look, oh, um, I, some, you're speaking to someone who bumped into Meg Ryan in, on a visit <gasps> to New York oh, in the mid 2000s oh, oh. and was legitimately oh. heartbroken. Legitimately, yeah. it, Barney's um, Co-op in Soho oh. in 2007 and like stopped in my tracks and had to remove myself for fear of her seeing my reaction to her face, and I was heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yes, and the fear okay, is real. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> the fear, the fear is, is totally real. real. And because we've all seen that. Um, I think that puts an awful lot of people off and I and I find even now when I'm talking to people and they discover what I do particularly older women and they they will they will start jabbing a finger at me saying the secret is never do fillers and they're like whoa okay why yeah. do you say that but it, it's usually particularly if they move in the kind of circles where they've seen a lot of overdone socialites or yeah. um go to Monaco ever <laughs> um that kind of uh, whereas actually done thoughtfully and subtly filler is 
fantastic because I mean, it, it used to be used 15 years ago because all these new hyaluronic acid base fillers, they only came mm-hmm. in very end of the last century, sort of, I think the first one was sort of okayed in like 1996 and there'd been more since then and now they are absolutely predominant. But um, they used to be just, oh, there's a line, like these lines, nose to mouth lines, yeah. oh, they fill the lines. Used to love filling those. Yeah. yeah. Whereas actually, if you go on filling those lines, they get all froggy and pouchy. Sorry, I'm not yeah. talking clearly because I'm clutching my cheeks <laughs> and pulling them out at the camera. Whereas actually, what's cleverer to do is to inject in the cheeks because they're losing volume. And if you prop up the cheeks a bit, and yeah. particularly if you fill in this corner at the jaw, I'm demonstrating mm-hmm. for Lindsay, of course, you guys can't see this, and the chin, then you've got this kind of three vector pull that is tightening up the whole patch of the triangle of skin between corner of the eye corner of the jaw mm-hmm. and the chin and that will soften this line anyway so and things like the temples in the yes. older face the temples sink and go a bit hollow and actually a bit of filler in there you wouldn't notice it and it's quite expensive but it makes mm-hmm. a lovely difference so now the filler is used more cunningly for either structural support like giving back that jawline where the bone's falling away or you know a little bit in the lips for reshaping because like with, with the older lip let's think about the old lip rather than the Kylie Jenner sort of lips you know everyone thinks they've just lost volume whereas what they mm-hmm. actually do is they kind of sag down this this lip bit should turn up it should be a kind yeah. of J shape from I'm now turning sideways to the camera so if you think from the nose down to the upper lip that should be turning up in a little J and it usually starts to droop down like a like a horse's sort of mouth that upper lip and actually just replacing the architecture of the lip if you like rather than the volume mm-hmm. can make an older lip look quite younger and shorten that distance between the nose and the whatever or you can have the lip lift which looks completely hor- horrific which is where you actually have a surgical procedure to cut the skin just oh. under the nostrils and shorten that bit but that's ooh, having much. just had a surgical procedure that cut the skin just under the nostrils i i don't recommend yeah, ow, that one because that yeah. stings uh it's like you've you ever scratched the inside of your nose and you get mm. that really intense sting and you're like oh and your eyes water it's like that for about a week so like don't ooh. do don't ooh. do anything to the inside of your nose if you don't have to would be my recommendation um but yeah, that's the temple filler I've seen done so well, so well. It just makes such a dramatic difference to the shape of someone's yeah. face. And then when you catch them from a sideways angle and you, you don't see the cheekbone jutting out yeah. and then it all diving in like a hollow old skull around the eyebrow. <laughs> but uh, yes. yeah, I, I and I'm looking at mine, so much... I'm like, like mine. But <laughs> no, yours are gorgeous. The peril of the high and... cheekbone. It's the peril of the high cheekbone. Yeah, you hang on to those cheekbones. I mean, but the trouble is that I mean, we do spend much more time staring at our faces than we ever used to, surely. Yes. Social media, all the rest of it, but particularly Zoom. Actually, that's yes. what I'm getting a lot of questions about at the moment. Zoom face. Oh, my God, I hate my face. What can I do? And you think, well, A, lift your camera angle. B, get some lighting. <laughs> C, put on some makeup. It's yeah. not all about your jowls. You know, that is the most unflattering angle you can possibly, yeah. possibly look at yourself see... from up your nostrils your angle is doing you no favors that's all you need to know celebrities doing zoom interviews that's all that your publicist needed to tell you just tilt that camera down just tilt that camera down yes no unless you've got a particularly strong jawline and you can do the kind of up from there but it's it's not a good look but then when i lift my jawline up you can see the crepey skin on my neck so it's it's a loose loose so i'm just gonna stick only now you've 
drawn close attention to it. I still can't see it. <laughs> uh, but mm. yes, uh, that was one of the things that the nurse said to me when I went in for my Botox. She was like, do you know how much time you spent staring at your own face this year that you would not have spent staring yeah. at your own face? Yeah. And I was like, God, yeah, you're so right. I've just been looking at myself all year long instead of other humans. I no longer have anything to compare against. Uh, my husband mm. has a beard. That's unhelpful. So I can't I can't tell wow. him what his face looks like. He could be could be off javels for days. I'd never know. It's a heartbreaker. <laughs> um, so what do you think, in your professional opinion, uh, is the next big trend in tweakments? What's on the horizon that we should know about? I think really it's uh, regenerative procedures um they're, they're a bit they seem a bit out there at the moment uh, so what i mean is things like using um t- taking substances from your own body and using them to enhance your face or body or whatever so eg prp uh platelet rich plasma the, the the dracula facial the vampire facial whatever you want to call it where you have some blood taken not very much from your arm the blood is in a in a little vial it's put into a centrifuge and it's spun for five minutes to separate the red blood cells from the clear plasma and it's called platelet-rich plasma because that plasma is bulging with things like platelets releasing growth factors and other substances that really g up the skin to renew itself and then that fresh plasma of your own making is then injected straight back into your face usually with a needle injected straight back in just sort of all over in areas that need a bit of radiance or you can put it in with a cannula which is like a blunt needle so you could kind of fan it out across the cheeks or some people would do micro needling clinical micro needling with with long spiky needles creating holes in your face like aerating the lawn and then they'd smush the platelet serum in like that so it's uh, particularly if you've had it micro needled in then you've got little wounds in your face that your poor face is frantically trying to repair and you fed it this amazing fertilizer this this growth factor rich serum so you get a kind of radiance bounce and glow and all of that or um, for fat transfer and stem cell assisted fat transfer. Have you have you got the stomach if I try and explain a bit of that? Uh, we've got absolutely time to hear about it. PRP I'm familiar with, but stem cell hey, fat P- transfer, PRP, tell me more. PRP is, okay, PRP is what where people have heard of it. Stem cell stem cell people go on about stem cells, but of course you stem cells as in used in sort of embryo research and whatever this is not what that's about but but human tissues contain a lot of these stem cells which which can turn into anything else in the body so they're pretty interesting from that point of view and our fat contains a lot of stem cells so um you can have a procedure where you have fat extracted by liposuction um from your stomach or your thighs or wherever you've got surplus of it and then that i had this done last year which is why it's sort of fresh in my mind and it's you can then have that fat used as a filler it's a bit longer lasting than a filler because if it takes root in its new place in your face then it's with you for as long as it lasts but the fat doesn't sort of grow very well in its new position and a lot of it will die off uh, unless you can 
enhance its chances of survival with a stem cell broth. So they will take you'll take a bunch of fat by liposuction and you'll keep one part of it for use as a sort of filler. The other part of the fat will be minced up into a very fine soup from which will be extracted this stuff called a stromal vascular fraction, which is full of these stem cells which are able to um, you know, and, and release growth factors and things like I was saying with the PRP. So that will be mixed with the fat and then put into your face and it will enhance the fat's chances of survival. So that's using your own tissues. Obviously, there's going to be no like allergic reactions or whatever to that. Wow. And then there's using this kind of this SVF, this soup of stem cells and fractions and whatever for reviving hair, maybe, or using it alongside needling in the scalp to stimulate hair growth or you know, all sorts of applications of that. So, so that is kind of what's coming down the line. But and it all seems a bit out there at the moment and it's very expensive. But then that, that's the way these things sort of start off and then they tend to um, tend to sort of become more widely used, better accepted, more research is done on them. Although the, the other end of the, the spectrum, the thing I've um, thing I've had most benefit from recently is during the first lockdown here in the UK, which was um, March, April onwards, um, I was lent a, a, an LED light therapy canopy, I mean, a, a really serious clinical piece of kit mm -hmm. um, called the Dermalux Flex, which you, you just lie under. And I normally don't get to try something like that out properly because, you, you know, LED light, it will regenerate the skin if you do enough of it. But I'm constantly having different things done so it's always very hard to tell if one thing has made a particular yeah. difference unless I can have a good go at it but anyway here, here was three uninterrupted months of no access to clinics so I lay <laughs> under this light most days of the week and it improved my skin hugely I went back to get um some imaging done um when lockdown ended you know in, in July and it had mm -hmm. it had softened my wrinkles it had taken down pigmentation it had knocked nine years off my skin age oh, wow. I mean, absolutely extraordinary just by lying under this light so you think okay um that was easy uh, this should be taken very seriously and yet a lot of the home use led light devices don't really do what they claim to do because they're not precise enough and yeah uh, anyway so so yeah things like it's really difficult because people always say oh there's a cheaper version of whatever I've been talking about in treatment yeah. terms or my local person can do lips for a hundred quid. Why should I go to this lady you talk about yes. who charges 400 and you think, well, with all due respect, what, what do those hundred pound lips look like? What, what product yeah. is she using as well? Cause in the UK, there's like a couple of hundred different kinds of fillers you could get hold of. Most Bonkers. of them have got really little safety and yeah. efficacy data behind them. So, you know, they can be any old rubbish and, if something goes wrong and people don't even know what they've had injected and then that practitioner turns out to be some fly-by-night who closes down their Facebook page and they're gone, um, then you're in, in trouble. So uh, so it, it, it's a really difficult thing because a lot of this is really quite expensive, um, but it, it's, it's not really an area to economise. I think it's better to think 
long and hard and consider about what you really want done and yeah. go and find a really good person who can do some great work for you and give you a good experience and then it's a win-win all the way around rather than awful regret and shame and why didn't I stop and think and anyway yeah I mean it is your face um <laughs> I said this a bunch yeah. of times on the podcast it's you know filler can be dissolved uh toxins yes. wear off it's not forever okay. so if you hate something it's not you, you it's not a permanent procedure these things will go away but it is still your face uh and <clears throat> you have to really really think about is this the time to get a group on uh, or is this the time to do my research, <laughs> no, budget, no. and uh, work out whether or not this is something I really want? And I, I do, I do get it. I, I, one of the questions we were asked is, um, do you think that treatments are addictive? And when I read that, I was like, well, yes and no, because when I, for me, I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm answering your own question yeah. for you. Um, but when I got my lip filler for the first time, I loved it so much because it was so subtle. It had half a mil in my bottom lip, and it just made me look like I had my best lip balm on all the time yeah. uh, and I have a little yeah. scar at the side of my lip and she had filled that out so for the first time I thought I felt like I could wear red lipstick because my lips didn't look like okay. I had a big chunk missing yeah. where there's, there's this colorless scar and I just loved it so much and when it wore off I immediately went in and got more and then the next time when it wore off I was like it's not really in my budget to get this right now and I really had to have a, a, a talk with myself about you know, do I do I pay the rent this month or do I go and get my lips done? Um, and I, mm. I I was surprised at how much it had sort of got into my brain, wormed into my brain so quickly that I needed it. Um, yeah. So I, I do think it's tough, but I think you've got to be a grown up about it. Yes, I always think the key thing is to know when to stop. Yeah. Uh, or to have people around you who will be frank about when to stop. Yeah. Um, I've got a lovely friend who's um, a very well-known makeup artist. Um, I used to play basketball with her of all odd things. And, you know, there obviously you're, you're sitting there sweating away, no makeup or in a, other enhancements. She was always fantastically frank because I'd see her sort of not that often. And she'd come yeah. up and say, whatever you've done, I like it. Or it was better before. Yeah. or <laughs> okay right yeah. well but this is somebody who has a very particular way of looking at faces and so I'd always be grateful for that but but look, for, for the addictive stuff yeah what is more addictive is it it, it is that feeling of yeah. oh wow this is me on a good day or I like this I like looking in the mirror in the morning and not feeling oh my god is it Monday again and uh, looking a bit fresher, rested. These, these are all the words that people throw out when yeah. they are explaining their motivation for doing treatment. So is it addictive? Um, yes and no. It, it, it depends on your personality, on your budget. You know, you, you want to keep a very sharp eye out for, and people, practitioners try and keep a very sharp eye out for any signs of, body dysmorphia of people who are so keen to get that buzz from yeah. the bigger lips the fresher complexion the extra glow um because I do think it can be a slippery slope just because uh you try you think oh yeah that's good so 
I'd add in whatever it was. Maybe it was lips twice a year or something. Mm -hmm. And that would be nice to do. And then you think, well, also maybe these wrinkle lines around the side of the eyes or or I hate having too much grumpy yes. face. Me too. The muscle that pulls the mouth down at the corners. I didn't even realize that was a, a habitual expression I made until some nice practitioner pointed it out. But, but you know, I was grateful to have <laughs> to be told that. So you think, okay, I'm going to need that done. And then fillers, yeah, well, maybe um, a plus this skin conditioning profile. And what about a bit of stuff to knock back the pigmentation? Um, IPL, you know, it's, it's not expensive, but it's, it's effective, but that needs to be done on a sort of ongoing basis. Mm. Quality skincare, you know, the budget's going up. And you think, whoa, um, where, where yeah. it's, it's also like painting the fourth bridge, you know, you, you, you go round and round with sort of <laughs> knocking back the pigmentation, smoothing yeah. the surface. Um, and, and yeah, you do have to sit down and talk to yourself a bit every now and again, or have a chat with your loved ones and realize that, the dog is still going to love me if I've got a paper bag on my head because I've overdone <laughs> it with something or haven't had anything done for two years. And um, I hope mum's been the same. <laughs> may or may not have had that exact conversation with my cat a few weeks ago when I, when I was not feeling my best. As oh, I say, I've been in lockdown for quite a long time. So it's, it's been a while. Yeah. You know, I did this procedure last week, which I was filming for my channel, so it should be out soon. It's an invasive laser thing. And the, the lasering was absolutely fine. But because I had to have these protective eye shields inside my eyelids, because it's any laser used around mm. the eye, you need these these um, intraocular shields, they're called metal shields on the eyeball. Oh, yeah, not yeah. comfortable. Um and very rare, but it, it seems to have massively scratched up my corneas. I have been in a lot so of pain. Painful. So painful. I've, uh, it's like having glass in your eyeballs. And then you give an anaesthetic drop. So you think, thank God I can open my eyes. And then eye surgeon friends say, you know, those, those anaesthetic drops are kind of toxic to that epithelium, the skin you're trying to regrow the your corneas. So mm. just put up and shut up and lie in a darkened yeah. room for a few days with the ointment oh, in God. your eyes and then, ow, 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 ow. And I've still got my glasses on, you know, nine days later, but hey, it's lockdown, except um, obviously I haven't been able to do the conference presentation I was supposed to do online because I wasn't looking up to it, couldn't open my eyes. I wasn't um, not doing the Instagram live with the brand who didn't want me with bruises all over my face and, think, <laughs> and so on. I think, well, it's just yeah. I've overreached myself this time, but I I hope I will live and learn and think. Well, I'm not going to do anything for months and months and months and months and months. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's tricky. It's a it's a slippery slope, and you need to be aware that you may get very keen on the buzz that these things give you. So yeah. set limits and make sure you've got a best friend who will talk you down um, when you know because you don't want to end up like. You know, the, there's. I'm sure you have much more of it in 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 LA. You, you have see an groups awful of women of in, in coffee LA. bars. You look around yeah. and you think, are you all related? And you think, no, I think you all go to the same doctor. Yeah. Because there's a look, and they're all done a certain way, and they all look done. And you think, can't you see this? This is yeah. this is this is not. You you want individuality. You want uh, you want to look like your yourself, yeah. not a bunch of set for clones, but. Yeah. It's the beauty events here. It's the beauty launches because if I oh, wow. go to any of the launches, I will routinely uh, be asked if I work at the venue because I don't look like any of the other attendees, oh, uh, which is super fun. Um, yeah, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. 
uh, or oh they think I'm goodness. someone's mum because you get quite a lot of very very young influencers in LA uh, and oh. I will always get grouped in with the mums who have come with their child influencers uh so oh. it's, it's a good time it's a good Goodness, time i have a hand on my forehead i am just <laughs> i'm just appalled by this i think wow i am lucky lucky yeah. in the uk i mean i i do get a lot of doctors coming up at conferences and things and telling me what they think i ought to do with my face <laughs> and i've kind of got Thanks, used to that and I, and i kind of invite it because they know they know what to do and i uh, uh, and it's fine and most of it doesn't make me feel insecure i just think gracious really <laughs> and then you go away yeah. and examine yourself from different angles and you think yeah, possibly, but they just mostly they're just wanting to show off their new technology yeah. or procedures. And you think, well, maybe on somebody else's face, he might be a better candidate. You know, I'll come and yeah. watch it. But I don't necessarily <laughs> want to have it all done. Yeah, it's it's a it's a strange new world we're living in. It is a wild west. Uh, so thank goodness we have you to shepherd us through it. Uh, oh, and tell you. everyone, <laughs> you're doing a grand old job. Tell everyone where they can find you uh, on social media and where they can find the book. Oh, thank you. Just googling my name will will, will do the job. It, it's uh, on Instagram is my main um, platform, that, and it's just Alice Hart Davis, A L I C E H A R T D A V I S, and the website is thetweakmentsguide.com. So if you put in Alice and Tweakments, you'll usually get me wherever. And I do do Facebook and YouTube and things, but Instagram is is, is mostly where I'm trying to keep up the conversation and answer people's questions and, and do lives to do that because I, I just can't get back to everybody. But I do I do try because, you know, there, oh, there's so many, so many really uh, tricky and heartrending questions that come in. Um, I don't feel I can always just say, I'll get back to this in a live when it's somebody's um, somebody's had an awfulness with their face and, and nobody's sort of taking responsibility but sorry yeah. back to, yeah thank you very much I'm <laughs> online and I would be delighted delighted to hear from any of you on yeah I, I feel strongly that you are going to hear from from many people now you're you're here to save all of our faces uh and but also to like not save all of our faces because you've got stuff to do um so we do appreciate it uh but yeah we'll link in the show notes so everyone can find you and um thank you so much Alice this was the nicest chat Thank you. Thank you. I've so enjoyed it. Absolute joy speaking with you. Um, just listening to that back made me so happy. I just really, 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 really probably might actually love her. Um, but I hope that was helpful to some of you. I hope uh, most of you got your questions answered. There were quite a few, so I couldn't get to all of them. Um, but yeah, I just honestly go to the website, pick up the book. Uh, she's just an absolute wonder of a resource I don't think there's any question she couldn't have answered on the topic of beauty we'll have to have her back on to talk about um more stuff another time absolutely loved her um now it's time for clear your throats take a drink take a deep breath from the diaphragm I want to hear you sing it with me okay you ready one two three highlight of the week oh I just, I miss my difficult eyes. Back soon, back soon. Um, today, I've got two highlights of the week that I'm really excited about. The first one is um, a body scrub, of all things. Um, Frank body scrubs. Now, I don't know if you've come across these yet. I don't know if you've seen them yet. Frank body scrubs and I had a complicated beginning because the first one I got, I got in like a gift bag or a gift box. I can't remember exactly how it came my way, but come my way, it did. Uh, that sounds weird. Uh, come my way, it did. And um, it was the chocolate scented one. 
Uh, and the scrub is made up of used coffee grounds, so it's already genius because someone's getting coffee and getting to drink lovely coffee and then someone else is making scrub out of the ground. Genius. Um, sustainable, we love. Uh, and compostable. Um, but the chocolate one, really just the scent just did nothing for me. Absolutely nothing for me to the point where it made me a bit like... Uh, while I was using it. Plus, it really made it look like I had done a poo in my shower. Sorry, that's disgusting. Um, but it was just everywhere, brown everywhere, just everywhere. And I was cleaning it and cleaning it and cleaning it. And I was like, well, I'm never using this again. It's awful. I hate this. It's just exhausting and not worth it. Then I rinsed it off, got out of the shower. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is the softest my skin has ever been. It never felt like it was scratching at me. It never felt like it was overly harsh. I just felt so good. Um, so then I had to eat my words and admit that it was probably the best body scrub I'd ever used and was absolutely worth rinsing it all down the drain. Um, afterwards, when it looked like a dirty process had occurred in the bathroom. Um, I know some of you are laughing and some of you are disgusted, so I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry for those of you that are disgusted. I don't care for that kind of humour, uh, but it's as factual and I, it's my job as a something approximating a journalist to be honest and truthful with you, and that's the truth. Um, but the people at Frank were very kind when I expressed this on my Instagram and offered to send me some of the other scents. Um, and they did, and they're wonderful. Uh, as long as you don't use the, ch the chocolate one, it's just not for me because it's chocolatey and coffee and it just smells way too strong and dark. Um, and I like a lighter scent in my body products. And the lighter scents are better. And just the straight coffee is like totally fine. It smells like coffee. Um, but truly, just the softest, softest skin I have ever had. I love it so much. Uh, I'm using it about once a week at the moment. I just have to like mentally steal myself and prepare myself for the cleaning that comes after using it because it's totally worth it because my skin that was one thing after I had my surgery obviously I was just laid up for about 10 days um and not like completely incapacitated just really tired couldn't really find the energy to do much um and one of the things that went out the toilet was like went out the toilet went down the toilet or out the window make your mind up Lindsay heads heads in the gutter that's where this is beds in the in the toilet um but yeah one of the things that I just could not manage was moisturizing my body like I have a giant pump dispenser of body lotion next to the shower so that I can just moisturize my body as soon as I get out and I just couldn't I just didn't have the energy I couldn't be bothered to do it um but this frank body scrubs really just revitalized my skin really brought me back uh from the nasty old snake skin that had uh, crept its way up my shins so mad props as no one would say actually no one uh but it's really really great uh, i love the frank body scrubs now the second highlight of the week um this just came to me and i had to share it because i'm straight up solid 100 obsessed and it is the kvd vegan beauty dazzle sticks now these are a new eyeshadow launch from kvd beauty uh as you may have guessed from its dazzlingly clever name it's a stick um and it dazzles so it's a cream eyeshadow in a stick uh it looks kind of like a lipstick so a similar idea as the laura mercier eye sticks the bobby brown shadow sticks but different packaging it looks more like a lipstick uh sort of like a long thin lipstick but not as pencily as those other products um those other products probably better packaging because 
the my only issue here was that because the uh, shape and size of the stick is more like a lipstick it's harder to get it around your eye whereas the little long thin narrow sticks are much easier to maneuver around your eye but oh my god they're amazing uh, I have the shades flash storm which is sort of a very pretty taupey brown with stunning duochrome I'm saying duochrome like it's a it's not really joking it's just like it's got a blue glittery flash to it that you only see under the light that is just stunning um but enough pigment to really make the uh, taupey shiny brown work and then also um electro bolt which is more of a gold coppery a very light coppery gold with some silvery greenish blue shimmer in it it sounds gross um but they're absolutely stunning please go online and look at swatches of these products um what struck me about these the most two things one when you apply them it's got a cooling sensation uh chanel had some cream eyeshadow sticks a few years ago i don't know if they're still out um very similar with a cooling sensation when you swiped it across the lid and i absolutely loved those these are obviously a lot cheaper than chanel because it's kvd um and the last the long lasting they once they're on they're on it's really hard with cream eyeshadows to get stuff that lasts long when it's as comfortable as this um one thing to note is it's very very soft so be careful when you're applying i would probably say apply it with your finger like rub your finger on the top gently and then transfer it onto your lid or if you're going to transfer it straight from the stick to the lid just be really careful because i squished a little bit too hard the first time and it just crumpled straight away um so you've just got to be careful uh, and then buff out the edges with a brush but don't I wouldn't try and apply it with a brush I would go from the stick or from finger stick to finger to eye and then buff with a brush but oh my god they're beautiful the um flash storm in particular uh on, for me uh just looked like the prettiest party eye the prettiest simplest party eye because you could just put this on smudge a little bit of eyeliner if you if you wanted it you didn't even have to but a bit of maybe tight liner or a little bit of eyeliner into the lash line and then whack on one coat of the jones road mega mascara it's just I, I hate how much i dislike that brand and how much i love that mascara um and you just look like you're ready to go and i know we're not doing parties this year so like let's definitely do a full coverage zoom party yeah uh yes please zoom party full coverage christmas holiday zoom party will be happening um and i just thought it was such a pretty eye and so easy so low maintenance absolutely stunning my favorite thing from kvd since the cake liners far and away just one of their best products and i absolutely love it so it really made me happy because i think we've all been a bit like oh what's going to happen to that brand since uh cat departed and since it rebranded itself and became something completely different and Mm, just fyi they're doing fine sweetie they're doing fine so that's great news we love it we love to see it um i'm gonna go because i don't know what's happened to me uh i've just lost my mind and it's possibly because i've been in the house for so long like i said i saw difficult eyes last week so i have had human interaction 
it's impossible to say. <laughs> I may have just completely lost it. The last few weeks have been rough, you guys, between the surgery and the election and everything else that's been happening. I've been spiralling. Um, but the good news is I'm writing a book and I'll have lots of news about that soon. <laughs> so that's a bonus. Um, right now I'm going to go. Thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, if you are not a member of the Facebook group, go to facebook.com forward slash full coverage. Tap that top pinned post and join our beauty chat group. We want you. We love you. We are 4,000 strong, amazing women doing challenges every day, being supportive of each other, sharing insight and hints and tips and tricks and all of our favorite things. Um, we're going to be doing our calendar soon, our advent calendar, which is going to be so exciting. That's coming soon. Um, so we would love to have you there. We're also on social media, although like come find me at Lindsay Kelk and Harry at Harry makes it up and that's the easiest way to get hold of us. And um, you know, we're on Patreon still if you want to support the pod, whether it's for a dollar, which is like 80p or something, you could support the pod and we'll love you forever. We really appreciate you. It's just wonderful. We're working out a uh, holiday bonus for our Patreons, um, our patrons on Patreon. Uh, that will be happening. And you know what? failing all else tell a friend give us five stars on apple podcasts we appreciate every little bit of help and every little bit of support it just means so much to us and we love you for it uh so yeah i'll be back very soon we've got a bunch more really exciting interviews coming up actually people that i've been keen to talk to for a really long time difficult eyes are gonna be back 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 to tell us what she's been up to and yeah christmas gift guides zoom holiday party it's all coming again in the words of sheena God knows why. It's all happening. So from me to you, uh, loads of love. I hope you well, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 